Hey, it's George and Jess. Your journey of self-discovery starts here. Let's talk about Kansas City. Kansas City barbecue. Actually, we didn't get any cue. Not a lick. I'm not a... I, we I, barely ate anything. I get enough barbecue right here at home. I'm not that big of a... That was the number one question that everybody at work asked me. Saucy barbecue On guy. Monday was, do you have any good barbecue? <laughs> I was like, I don't like barbecue, so no. <laughs> I think I disappointed them. We did have some decent sushi. We had really good sushi. The first night we were there. And then, obviously, the second day became consumed by a trip out to Lawrence because we wanted to see what that was all about as well. Are we going to tell the long version of this story? What's the long version? The long version of the the glitch in the Matrix it's weird. I swear, <laughs> I swear sometimes I felt like we did drive into another dimension because there was a sign 110 miles out from Kansas City on I-35 that let us know exactly that. It's 110 miles to Kansas City. We traveled another probably five miles and another sign said Kansas City 110. And I'm like, we skipped something somewhere. And we both five noticed miles it. disappeared. And we were like, that was weird. And then from from thenceforth, everything was weird. A lot of weird stuff unfolded. And I was like, maybe we <laughs> did. Maybe we did slip dimensions here. But on a serious note, uh, Kansas City, in a nutshell, and I, I shared this on social media, it's, a, it's still a blue-collar city. It's a quirky place. Well, it's just... It, it it was exactly as I remember it, and the guys that I was in the service with were, were there was a couple from there, and it just it's still that to me. Listen, they've done some cool stuff. They have a a cool entertainment center in the uh, Power and Light District, which is a, a very short version of what you would see at Fremont Street in Las Vegas, minus the casinos. Yeah, it's all closed in. Like the roof is covered, but yeah, it's, it's outside. Yeah, it's got a dome cover to it. And it's outside, three levels, lots of bars and fast food type rest. Not fast food, bar food, tavern food. Yeah. And then there's a huge screen in there and a fantastic stage. If you're into that kind of entertainment and that kind of a rowdy sports environment with the t-mobile right across the street and then the college basketball experience is down there it's all in this 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 uh sports crazy city because they are sports crazy because they have the chiefs and the chiefs have brought them a couple super bowl championships in recent years including last year and they're not done yet so the this the city is chiefs crazy and uh college basketball big as well but again, in a nutshell, it's a blue-collar town with a big heart. I So Friday night when we got there, we spent some time in the Power and Lights District. And it's very sporty. And you were like, can you imagine being here on a Sunday when the Chiefs are playing? It'd be epic. And they're on this big screen. And there's bars and, and people and chairs. And I was like, that sounds awful. <laughs> There's well, no part of me that would want to be here. See, now I would. Be, being a sports fan, I was like, 
I bet, and I asked the guys that were working down there, I'm like, what is it like? And they're like, it is epic. Yeah. They go, it is, it, what, whoever can't get in here because it fills up, just fills the bars around here. You know, remember that? The guy, they were telling yeah, us about it. They yeah. were like, it is just insane. Because Arrowhead is 15 minutes down or east of the actual downtown area. But it, it's, it's a sports town. It is a blue it's very, collar. It's very sports town. That's what Kansas City is. And I'm not saying that in a derogatory no. sense. I'm saying that's what it is. It's middle America. And it's exactly what you'd expect. Having said that, there is some cool stuff if you venture up to the garment district where we stayed. What I loved about that area is the historic buildings. Oh, they're everywhere and, and they're amazing. Almost every single one of them was on the National Historic Registry, which means they can't tear them down. Right. And so they were beautiful stone buildings with, I mean, incredible architecture. And they had a plate on the front of each building saying what they used to manufacture there because it was second to only New York City as the biggest garment manufacturer in the United States. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool area. And so they, there was like a hat company and a shoe company and a men's clother and all of, and there was a fur, a, a fur place and all of these garment manufacturing places from the late 1800s. And it was so fun to just, that most of them are residential now, like residential on top and retail on the bottom. Condo apartments type stuff. A lot of the retail in that area was vacant. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that that area will build up. Sure. And you'll see more influx of retail. And uh, we went to a really cute coffee shop in the garment district and had breakfast. Um but it was just fun to walk around and, and look at those buildings. That was yeah. my, and it was really quiet down there. Yeah. And you not will, sporty. Well, it, like, <laughs> well, you'll get away from the, that sports atmosphere and the, the, the bro fest and the barbecue and all of that stuff. Because the only thing we ate in the, no, I, I, I digress. We actually, that's where we had sushi was down there. We had sushi and it was down good. There, there was, was a good delicious. sushi restaurant. We did find that. But uh, on day two, Two, when we needed something quick before heading out to Arrowhead to the show, we went back down to the Power and Light District. I don't know what it is about this town, but there is no food before 5 p.m. I'm wondering if that is a side effect of the pandemic. I don't know. And the people, um, labor crisis. Yeah, Yeah. staffing. Because none of the more upscale restaurants were open before 5 o'clock. And I understand a lot of them just that's dining is their thing. But you but even the smaller ones where I thought they would have like a lunch menu or something, a lot just a lot of places weren't open during the day. And I was shocked on the on a weekend, right? So we uh, had some crappy tacos. Yeah, well, we went to guy <laughs> is it guy guy fieri? Guy fieri taco waco it was, stand. It was know. Guy Fieri's dive and taco joint or something like that. And we went right there in the in in the power and light district and we i had a uh quesadilla and you had some tacos and i give it a three <laughs> it wasn't you know what if you like that it's fine if that's your thing now it maybe somebody would enjoy it but i didn't want any of the food down there because it was all just greasy bar food so that we did say oh we went to lawrence so yeah. we, i read this article online that was like all the hippies in the 60s ended up in lawrence kansas and it's 30 minutes from kansas city and so we drove over to Lawrence and that's where Kansas University 
Yes, KU. The Jayhawks. KU where the Jayhawks are. Yeah. Um, so that town is sportier than Kansas City. <laughs> I'm telling you, in Kansas, they love, and, and Missouri, and Missouri, obviously, because Kansas City was on the Missouri side. You cross, yeah, I mean, it's a hop, skip, and a jump, and you're over in Kansas. But Lawrence, yeah, we went over there, and it is a, it's, you know, I think under 100,000, but it's a, it's a college town, obviously. And it was move-in weekend, so yeah. there was a lot of students and parents. Um, but there is a really cool main drag with shops and we did we checked out like a, a vintage clothing store and a store that was all british goods that was just kind of funky. it was cool there's some cool shops we there. went to an antique mall in lawrence and so there was fun things to see there and we drove around a little bit in a couple of the neighborhoods which were very hippie-ish yeah um a lot of rain barrels yeah a lot of natural de lawns which are cool to look at it, it, depending on where you go yeah right? in, the, in the neighborhood yeah, that right. we drove through um, so Lawrence was interesting. It wasn't what I was expecting. No, you were expecting like <laughs> Sedona. I and, think so. and, and you got Lawrence, Kansas. I Again, like, I can sports everywhere. I kept trying to tell you you are dead center in the middle of America, and it the it, it's a blue collar sports crazy couple of towns here. I mean, it, it's just that's so what you, that's what you expect, and that's what you get. And we got to talk about our hotel because it was delightful. That was up in the garment district, by the way, in Kansas City. And it was a much, I'm glad we picked it because we, we, we hemmed and hawed, but I'm glad we went with the hotel we did in the location where it was right, literally right off the freeway. You're still downtown. You can walk to the power and light district, but you're in the garment district and you walk around all them cool shops and restaurants as well. It was quiet. Yeah. There was an art gallery inside of the hotel that you could walk through and it some really interesting art. And then their shtick is they have these five foot tall fiberglass penguins. They were powder blue. Yeah. Powder blue fiberglass penguins that people move around. They're all over the hotel. And if you don't know that when you check in and you're there for a few hours and that starts to happen, it freaks you out. Like we rode an, we rode the elevator to our room and there was no penguin in the elevator and we like drop off our stuff and get freshened up and then leave our room to go downstairs to find something to eat. And then there was a penguin in the elevator waiting for you. And I was like, that was not there before. And so th that was a funny gag that right. I enjoyed immensely because people were moving them like in front of their friends rooms. Yeah. Or like they'd face them into the corner. Like right. they, you know, they were in trouble or pouting or something. And so this, brand of hotel. It's a boutique hotel called 21C Museum and Hotel. And they have them all over the United States. And each city has a different colored penguin. Right. And so Kansas City's are light blue. And that was fun. And they had uh, a lot of hotels have Bibles in the drawer. Right. Right. The uh, Gideons. Yeah. This hotel had a book of quotes by artists, famous artists. It was cool. And I like, I spent like an hour on Friday night, just like flipping through it. You and yeah. you know, we were just chilling, but anyway, I found the hotel to be very weird and delightful. I liked it. I enjoyed uh, it a lot. Had a, uh, a famous restaurant called the Savoy, which was a hot, uh, one of the faves of one Harry Truman years ago. And, uh, we didn't get in there cause again, it would have opened till five, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it, I liked that area. I liked our hotel. They had some cool ga art galleries on the main floor yes. as well. And uh, it, it must have been relatively 
I don't know when they built this. Well, the building the building very was old, there, obviously, but I'm talking but I about think renovated. They renovated it recently. It had to have been because it's pretty. It's pretty. Yeah, it's been worked on, and it's like pretty new on some of that stuff. Yeah. By the way, the first room they gave us, you swore was haunted. So we actually well, had to go back to the front desk and initially and ask for a different well, room. Let me let me tell the story because we're walking down the hall and it's this old hotel. Right. And I'm like, oh yeah, this place is definitely haunted for like sure. Like super high ceilings. It was just yeah. cool. Crown molding, yeah. like very cool building. But it, I was getting a, in, getting a vibe. And so we walk into our first room and the pipes in the bathroom just started screeching. And then the sink started not gushing, but not dripping. It was like a relatively steady flow of water. Right. And we couldn't get it to shut off. And I was like, oh, told you. And the pipes were making these weird like, hiss. Yeah. And it wouldn't stop. And I was like, I can't sleep with that happening. So we headed back downstairs and asked for a different room. And they, and they gave us and one. And the second one was not haunted. But then I kept thinking, like, what if we wake up and one of those penguins is, like, standing at the foot of the bed? It was cool. I, I liked it. I liked the vibe of the hotel and especially the location. After being there, we guessed right getting away from, you know. Yeah, I'm all, glad all, we didn't stay down the, in the. The barbecue district. Yeah, thank right? you. So you get away from that and you get up into a little bit more civilized uh, it was beautiful part of there. town. It was. I mean, it, it really does have its appeal, but it's, I, I would say this before we get to uh, the show itself, I would have to have a reason like the Billy Joel, Stevie next show. Yeah. I would need a reason to go back to Kansas city. I'm not just going to book a trip to Kansas city cause it's my vibe. Correct. That's, and, that, and that's not a shot, a dig at the city. It's just, I enjoyed it. I will go back because Arrowhead Stadium is awesome and I want to see shows there. Yeah, it was a great venue for shows. Oh my God. It, I, football, whatever they, it, anything you decide to do there, Arrowhead Stadium is super cool. And uh, I know that they've done some renovations in the past few years there and it's it's a beautiful stadium. And we were club level because Thank God. that was important because Saturday when we went, it was one, when we left for the show, I, and I'm not kidding, it was 104 degrees, that's real temp, and the heat index was 114. <laughs> so we decide not, by the way, to Uber it or taxi or anything else. We're like, we're driving out there because I'm going to have a vehicle with air conditioning and anything else I want in it. Because I don't know what kind of a weight it because it was sold out. I mean, it was just packed. And the fear was you get 15 minutes outside of the city and you get stranded. Right. Like you can't get an Uber. You don't have cell reception. You don't have like water. There's just everything's out of your control at that point. Yep. And it was like, I don't think that's a spot we want to be in. So no, we drove. We did. And we were walking across the parking lot and it was a hike from because, where we parked. Yeah. Well, we got in. I mean, because everybody in Kansas City will tell you that the parking at Arrowhead is something they have never figured out. They just, it's a, the, the, it was chaotic. The people that live there were preaching. It's a disaster, especially getting out. So getting in was every bit the mess we thought it would be, but we wound up with a cool parking spot in one of the, because the inner ones had filled up and we were one of the first vehicles to be into the outlots, but we were parked right up front next to the tolls to get in so we got out 
So when we yeah, when, like Houdini, when we when it was well, that was a whole nother thing. But let's first okay. get. So we're walking across the parking lot to go to the show, and I kept thinking in my head like where you're going is outside. Like, it's yeah. not like you get somewhere and you get to go inside on and get out of the heat. Yeah, that pavement, it was 114 oh registered on wherever their weather station was on that black, that black pavement out at Arrowhead where they tailgate. I mean, it's just massive. It had to have been 130 degrees. Oh it was insanely hot. It was so hot. And I had on satin, which was dumb but it was actually really cute um satin pants and a matching top and i was like i am going to melt i am so hot but we had tickets on the club level and the whole concourse on the club level is inside and air conditioned i don't I, you're right it was and it was beautiful recently renovated carpet it was just gorgeous nice bathrooms yeah. no lines it was beautiful it felt very vip yeah, the club level is beautiful there I don't know. I, the other levels may be enclosed. Yeah, we didn't explore. We I got ex to our level yeah. with the air conditioning and we were like, oh, thank God. <laughs> we're yeah. not going to Yeah, I had no idea it was that nice, right? So when we got in, I was like, all these nice bars and restaurants and the hallways were wide open, the concourse, and it was carpeted and it was just beautiful. Was the bathrooms were super clean and everything was functioning. And I was like, I wasn't expecting this. This is awesome. And then the show started. And then we got out to our seats and I was like, this is even going to get better. And it was amazing. It was. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I wouldn't have expected it. I was expecting a good time. I did not expect that kind of performance from Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel, both who were spot on. Their vocals were, I mean, it was fantastic. Not lip synced. And she went through all her hits, Fleetwood Mac hits. Stevie Nicks played for about an hour and 45 minutes. They took a 15-minute break. They put Billy on, and he played for about two hours and 10 minutes. And, and they're both delightful. Incredibly. It was they are consummate entertainers. One for the ages. Absolutely. It was great. They, they told stories, and they laughed, and they, Stevie Nicks had uh, uh, tribute to Tom Petty with old pictures of she and Tom Petty when they were younger. She did one to Christy McBee with old pictures. And she's just like this. So I, I knew Stevie Nicks's music, but I didn't know anything about her. She's like, awesome. I didn't grow up a fan. She is awesome. And she's like mystical and magical. And she had these robes and shawls. And I was like, oh my God, she is so cool. She is cool. She is so cool. It's not even a question. And then Billy came out and I was like freaking out. I felt like a kid. There, well, the, 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 the crowd itself jam-packed Arrowhead Stadium, right? Uh, a lot of Gen Xers. And which I would expect, right? I mean, that's sure, my, that, yeah. I, I would say the majority of the crowd was between 35 and 65. Yes. That was the majority of the crowd. There was a few younger people there, but it was insane. It was great. Everybody was, I mean, th they had these super, I don't know if this was just the club level again or what, but these super nice cushioned, I mean, these padded seats and it was, everybody was calm. Well, Heads up, cannabis is legal in Missouri. And I think there was a lot of people there that were frankly high. <laughs> frankly. Be, because they were, there wasn't, there was no, it was not, very chill. Yeah, it was very chill. Everyone was, everyone was very chill and just like absorbing 
the atmosphere. Yes, it was, and it was something to absorb. I was like, the, as soon as Stevie Nicks got a couple of songs in, I was like, I was so focused on just absorbing the whole thing because yeah. I was like, this is going to be one of those ones that you remember. Wide open, clear blue sky. The sun was on the backside and set without ever having to touch us. Mm -hmm. And then the cool evening, it started to cool down and a breeze picked up and Stevie Nicks just ran through all those hits. And then that quick break, Billy was on. He just, it was just, it was epic. It all played out perfect. They are both in their mid seventies. It, it was, which just is mind boggling. And so like at that point you run the risk of losing their voices, disappointed yeah, by how they right. sound because they don't sound the same, but they both sounded great. Billy cracked a few jokes about yeah. hitting high notes. He's like, it's getting harder for me and you'll know if I miss it. You know, he was like, just so endearing. And like, they had nothing to prove. They were just having fun right and if, you could tell that they were having fun if you're familiar with billy joel and his music when he did innocent man he hit those notes those i, I couldn't believe it i was like he's never going to get there on these and he did he did and it was, everybody screamed and he, and he made because he he had he addressed it before he started the song he was like listen sometimes i do sometimes, sometimes i, I don't him, and, I, and I'm, I'm familiar with all of his music i grew up listening to him obviously and he just dead on oh and the energy from both of them. It was just, again, it was a special night in Kansas city with those two doing their thing. And they're not doing a ton of shows. They don't play again until the end of September in Foxborough. So it's, and that's out in, you know, in Gillette, Gillette stadium. Yeah. For with the, uh, with Patriots home. So they're spread out. And the only stop they're going to make in Minnesota is us bank. I love to watch football games at U.S. Bank Stadium, but it, it has horrible, and I mean horrible acoustics for any music, and I have seen a ton of shows there, everything from Metallica to Kenny Chesney to Taylor Swift to the, the U2, I've just seen, yeah. and the, the, the acoustics are atrocious. It's like they built it, for football, thank God, because that's what it is. It's the Vikings' home. But due to the seating capacity, you know, they get that's six, where the big shows. Yeah, go. they get sixty thousand people in there, so they want to get all the ticket sales. And then, you know, obviously through the winter and stuff, it, it it plays in with the weather up here as well. But I I I don't see myself going back to U.S. Bank Stadium again for a music show. I just won't do it. I it's definitely wouldn't go see Billy. And Stevie there? No, I would because find I don't want to tarnish. Oh my God! The memory right. of the Kansas City experience and yeah. seeing them outside, perfect acoustics. The, 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 the just like everything was perfect. Yeah, the, the sound. I, I I would like to you know, having been doing what we did for the what I did for almost thirty years in broadcast and and being to countless concerts, you really appreciate it when the sound is spot on yeah and whoever took care of that was i mean it was literally like being invited into the recording studio with them it was that good unbelievable good. i closed my eyes a few times just oh to my like god and they had that really hear it yeah they had the simple stage setup i always say that if you're going to see a, a a real icon they don't rely on a lot of like pyro and all kinds of weird nope. antics on stage 
they'll put the speakers up they'll put the backup singers in there and if there's a piano or something that needs to be showcased that'll be there but you just put your lead up front and you let them do their thing mm-hmm. and if you're good you've got that's it. that's all you need oh my god and they were on point so i you know you never know what you're gonna get it's kind of a crapshoot and it's, yeah especially when you're seeing artists that are icons like that, that yeah that i didn't are, know yeah in their 70s unbelievable i mean it was it was it was un, unreal good. i mean i've had a few days to like noodle on it now and i feel like it may be the best concert i've ever seen wow i say it's, top, it's top five for me for sure it's for sure top three i i vacillate on the eagles at mgm and elton john at caesar's, caesar's palace, palace. Was good. yeah Taylor Swift at US Bank was incredible, but I like Billy and Stevie. It's also fresh in my mind, but right now, today, it's the best concert I've ever seen. Unbelievable. So having said that, the, they, we were prepared for the real nightmare, which everybody told us, wait till you get out and the concert's over and they unload everybody and there's no control with the traffic right? There's no, cause one guy told us, yeah, they do a pretty good job guiding you in. And then on the, at the end, you're on your own. You are. And that's literally what happens. <laughs> I'm like, well, that sounds but, dangerous, but here's, but here's how it unfolded because of where we parked, we make the track across the parking lot over the bridge and out to the outer lot. And we get to our vehicle and standing right in front of us is a guy that goes just points. He just points to the literally it's the road right next to us out literally nobody i had i encountered nobody out jumped on that hooked a quick left and i was out of the stadium in 60 seconds yeah. and then on a whim i don't know if it was what drew me the to vortex. do this but i followed a guy who looked like i thought knew what he was doing and he did he took us on he must he was obviously local on a back road track and this this got scary because it got down to single lane through the woods i could hear the banjos playing <laughs> and and i'm not lying a lo- peppered along the ditches and the road and stuff were mattresses and freezers and and i'm like where is this guy taking us that track that i mean it was terrifying frankly lasted about 10 minutes and all of a sudden we were on the freeway hooked left headed west and we were in our hotel room in 20 minutes it was i don't know how he got us out of there and to to the point where we were but i was just like that guy has obviously done this before thank god my instincts told me to follow him and i was like i kept my mouth shut not to be a backseat driver but the whole time i was like this feels like a bad idea I am very terrified right now. Our GPS wasn't working. Like we still didn't have reception. Yeah. Which is why we drove. Yep. Because of like that fear. And we were out. We left our seats at the concert and we were back in our hotel room within 30 minutes. It was insane. I, I You couldn't because Taylor Swift did shoot two, two sold out shows there. And we were by locals told us. It was almost three hours in the parking lot trying to get out uh. of those shows. And people were just livid, right? So they were like, be ready because it's going to be packed again, this whole thing. Just be patient, right? So prior earlier in the day, 
because because I'm I'm a I'm a doomsday prepper. I went I stopped and we got a just a foam cooler, threw some water and Gatorades and some sandwich stuff in there, like lunch meat and cheese. I was like, you know what? Threw that cooler in the back of the car. And I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be ready for a three hour wait in the parking lot when we get We're out. We're gonna have a little picnic. Yeah. But we didn't need it. We did. We got a bottle of water. That was it. And we would have been fine without it. Right. Because we were back to the hotel in 30 minutes. But I, it still felt good to know that we were covered in oh, case yeah, right. things I, that would have gone astray. Yeah. It's just, you know, be prepared, right? Or we would have wound up in that freezer that was laying in the ditch. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who was that guy? And, and I would, I mean, now I'd really like to meet him and be like, dude. Thank you. Seriously. Because you got, you just saved us two and a half hours in that parking lot. It was lot. amazing. Unbelievable. So that's how it unfolded. We got up the following morning. It was, again, getting very hot very quickly. And we uh, jumped right on uh, 35 and just shot straight north. By the way, from where we're at in Mankato, Minnesota, which is just south of Minneapolis, you could get there. You could get to Kansas City from here in six hours. Yeah, it wasn't a bad drive. I mean, it's pretty much a straight shot on yeah. I-35. Just get on 35 like, and hammer it down and just get ready to jockey the trucks because there's a whole lot of truckers on that. It, well, it's, it runs from the north to south end of the country. So it, there was a lot of a lot of trucks, but it's wide open, man. You just hammer it, just set it about 80 and go. Yeah, the drive wasn't bad at all. I will definitely go back for a big show. Yeah, I would go for a show. Now, again, like we said, it's not like Denver or Vegas or some of the other places that we'd visit that you'd just go back to just to be in the city and vibe and do some of the other no. things. Casey is a sports town. Yep. <laughs> with a lot of barbecue and uh, a lot of a lot of bros. There was a lot of bros. Because I think that's the Chiefs. It's sports. It's a sports town. It is. I mean, you go got sports. You got the Jayhawks. You got the Chiefs. The Royals are struggling right now, but they love their sports teams. I mean, more than most people. The average people. city. Yeah. So on a scale, if you were to grade Kansas City, and you know what? By the way, if you're from there, we've gotten to the point now with this podcast where we have people throughout the country obviously and that's just the way the internet works but i i love your town i would i want to come back and be part of that chief's atmosphere i would I, I think it would be just bonkers to be I, I would just throw a jersey on i'm not from there but i would get involved i want to be I involved in that hype right I, because these these guys are crazy i think there's a lot of things in kansas city that we did not see sure i think there's a lot of parts that we did not see um, that I would be interested in exploring. Oh, we did walk past their public library and it is gorgeous, like big white marble. Oh my God, we didn't go in um, because it was nighttime. Grade the trip or the city? What do you I, want to grade I, on? I would, not the trip, the city. I mean, it's it's got personality. It's a weird it's place. Not, it's not your vibe. It isn't. No. I didn't think it It, was. it isn't. I, right there away. were pockets that I really enjoyed. Right. But the, the city as a whole <clears throat> was not my vibe. It reminded me of a Midwest version of Memphis. Sure. It's, yes. I mean, it's got... Which a, is, it's, Memphis is not really my vibe. It's, it's, I love Memphis. It's I've got, been there a bunch of times yeah. and it's just... It's got a rough edge to it. There was an energy in Kansas city that 
that you could it was you could feel it yeah. and it was it was a little it's not aggressive isn't the right word but I, it was I think that's that's not a bad word it, it's got it it's got it kind of an aggressive feel it's yeah. a, again i i like, like it was a little agitated feeling I, well it's 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 a blue collar like town. it would fight you yeah <laughs> it's got <laughs> It's kind of got a little bit of a Chicago feel to yeah, it. Yeah, it was right? just a, it was just a little agitated. <laughs> and by the way, nobody nobody was mean to us or Not tried to all. fight no. us. No, and it, it, I don't mean the people. It was just like that was the energy that I felt. There's a there's definitely a vibe, especially down in that Power and Light district. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. But I liked it. Well, it's sports is what it is. That's a lot of guys, a lot of beer, and a lot of sports, and of course, the, no. It's no coincidence they've set up a few pretty easily accessible uh, dispensaries down there since recreational use cannabis is legal there, and yep. uh, they uh, they embrace it as well because <laughs> we were we went down and we sat in their little pavilion area and we had some lemonade and there was some bros down there that had been you could I mean I'm I could pick that out a mile away they were having a good time the great sure. the great thing about that is. Those they never get into fights or anything like that. It's just every it just it, it turns into a pretty chill environment. Yeah, and the concert was very chill. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, like great as crowd. far as great crowd. people weren't like drunk and falling nope. down and acting stupid. Nope. Like it was Yeah, I don't it know. Wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't a country concert. It was quirky. The whole <laughs> place was quirky. But it was cool. It was we had a good time. So uh if if you're gonna venture down there. It, listen, if sports and barbecue are your thing, go to Kansas You'll City. You'll love it. You would love it. You'll love it. And like I said, I could see guys really getting into that atmosphere when the Chiefs are when the Chiefs are playing this fall. I, I'm I can't like, even imagine I what could, that town is like oh when the Chiefs Oh, my are God. I, I just want to be I, – I would like to feel that for an afternoon and just be in it, right? Because it's – it's got a charge to it. There's no doubt about it. A charge is a good word. It is. That's a good word for it. It's got a and some kind of an energy. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, we had we had a great time. I would go we back. Did have an awesome time. I, I would go back to Arrowhead for a show. Like I said, that that would bring me back to Kansas City. Yes. If I will be watching in the summer for shows that are coming, and it's something like that because it is such a great facility, mm-hmm. and. uh Again, they deserve it. They deserve to be sports crazy because they have the Chiefs. Sure. So my hat's off to them and enjoy it while it lasts. On that note, uh, it's about 1 million degrees here now. We're under a heat warning. I've never seen a heat warning that was set for three days right out of the gate. At the end of August. Yeah, it's crazy. Our state fair starts on Thursday, which would be the last day of the heat wave, I believe, and it should start to cool by Friday. But... If you are thinking about being comfortable in your own home, of course, here we are, the summer's winding down. Believe it or not, even with this heat, it is not too early to think about getting your heating appliances mm-hmm. checked. Again, Do it now before the first burst of cold air when everybody panics. Boiler, air for- furnace, whatever you've got. Again, call the guys at Ryan's Plumbing and Heating, Ryan Electric. Holly will answer the phone and get that preventive maintenance check set up so are you you're ready to go because this is going to be hard for people to believe on a day like today but a month from now in four simple weeks you could be at a spot where you you're going to need it yes we're not that far away so 
Again, we've got a link to their website on ours. Go to georgeandjess.com and uh, make sure you get that taken care of. And any other electrical needs you, by the way. By the yeah, way, even if it's just a simple outlet simple or things. a dimmer switch yeah. or an outlet outside or a hot tub grounding, it's like they can do all of that and Sim- they do a great job. Simple plumbing fixes as well or a build out if you're going to do some remodeling. So uh, again, great people over a hundred years in the business. People love them and trust them. And that's why we work with them. So Ryan Plumbing and Heating and Ryan Electric in St. Peter. If you need anything, give Holly a call. We've got a link on our website. Go to georgeandjess.com. On that note, have yourself a fantastic Tuesday, and we'll be back with you again tomorrow morning.